Jerry, we're at Blue Bay, Watamu, and it's wonderful because who went for a swim in the ocean? What's the turtle's name? Kasumni. Kasumni went for a trip in the ocean. We've got some great photos, and it's uh, wonderful. We'll send them back to Jerry so that he can use them sometime. Okay, we'll go back now to the marine park and have a look around there, and then we'll be leaving Watamu. Hello, this is Amita Switlow at the Marine Information Center in Watamu. And it is beautiful. It looks like a place where people can learn about sharks, whales, dolphins. Mm, lots of posters and information around here. And I'm with? Nelson Mwamburi, an education officer for Watam Total Voice. Okay, yeah. education officer and? And I'm Justin Hitsao, a volunteer and working with the safari sellers in Watamu. We are also coming here to learn about our jobs and also about conservation, about marine, about turtles. Wonderful. So, so do you meet, do you see Jerry often? Yeah, recently he has been around and we've been here even yesterday together, I remember, and he's, he's always around, I see him. So what do you do with Jerry here? Actually, Jerry has been assigned to our, to our project and we are kind of working with him initiatives like this things like uh, say communities have got a lot of group they have got groups but they are in their within their groups in certain areas that the group is not working so well because they have they lack skills in uh, in uh, like say management management skills and so we've been going out with him to to conduct what is called a need uh, need assessment right yeah so we've been to about two to community groups, one in uh, Viriko, which is on the western side of Mida Creek, and the other one is Upendo Women's Group, which we have been we've been there for for two days and we conducted successfully uh, need assessment. Do you think you do you think you guys are making a difference? Are you making a difference? Yes, of course. My group we have been having things before, but now we are changing. We've been learning a lot how to manage ourselves and we need people like Jerry and more people who are coming here as volunteers. So what do you think Jerry brings to the table? What does he teach you? Yeah, the information and the skills is very important for us. What we are having is not enough, so we need to learn more, especially from them, how we can manage ourselves better and by, by managing ourselves better we can go further. Okay, yeah. and your prime objective here is to conserve marine environment? Turtles and general marine environment, things like mangrove, corals, and seagrass beds. Wow, big job! Big job. When I just went to the marine sanctuary, I just saw—I well, think it was a marine preserve. Yeah, preserve. 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 I saw fishing nets right across the bay. Yeah. Uh, diapers in the water. Yeah. Uh, probably condoms, yeah. which are all things that sea turtles think are pretty interesting things to eat and a danger to sea turtles. So are you educating youth and people about that? Yeah, actually my work is education and awareness and we no I normally go to schools. Of course I'll be going to schools in Nigeria as well. So the talks that we give is on turtle conservation and the talk that turtles face, things like poaching, pollution, destruction of their feeding habitats, uh, destruction of their also uh, breeding habitats because of coastal development, pollution, uh, Destructive fishing method like trawlers, 
the use of dynamics, so on and so forth. Um, and also we have a number of programs, like say we're trying to create an awareness. One program is called Net Release Program, whereby we work uh, through education and awareness now, fishermen are willingly releasing cattle that are caught accidentally by fishing gears. Uh, and we find that um, since the program was initiated, we've got a number of, we have more cattle release and also more fishermen participating in this Net Release Program. Yeah. So you know that you're making a direct difference. difference yeah. I just wonder when I look at Kenya and I look at the restaurants and the tourists eating the biggest, fattest lobsters I've ever seen, biggest, fattest prawns I've ever seen, I think, how much is left in the ocean? Concerns, isn't it? The tourism industry? Yeah, the tourism industry. On the other hand, it is maybe destroying because as you know, as what they are eating, they are of what we have and they don't think many things will remain so tourism on the other hand we have money and benefits but on the other hand we are having it's a, a loss yeah. of our resources so but just to add on that mm. we found that okay because of demand already the export of ready market people are going out and they want to catch fish or lobsters we found that over the years found that uh, because of overfishing we got rid of the, the size of the fish that are caught or the size of the lobsters that are brought to the it's becoming smaller, smaller, and fewer. So in the process of that, we find that a bit lesser, few, le lesser, or the stock is gradually diminishing. Oh, it is. Yeah, definitely. And I think those are challenges all over the world, and you know, places like British Columbia, where I come from, and Hawaii, yeah. California, Oregon, Washington—they're all realizing that they have really raped and pillaged the ocean. Yeah, it's but it's not just the stock, uh, the size of the fish being depleted, but it's also found that uh, the mangroves, which is the hardest um, kind of resistant wood, built for construction. Most of these uh, private builders they prefer mangroves, and they found that the huge tracts of mangroves are also being cleared. Also found that because of uh, because of a massive tourism, also the corals uh, are also damaged because most of these tourists or those people that take tourists to these areas, they do not give them proper talk about how fragile their corals are. And the process is that the people are kicking corals, people are standing on corals, damaging them. That's true. I was in um, Diani. Yeah. Uh, been there 21 years ago, went skin diving and came back this time. And it's like a desert. Yeah. I'm shocked. We find so it our, our, most of our beaches are also shrinking because of of um, also lots of tourist uh, tourism uh, tourism hotels and tourist hotels and villas are established on this on this on the beaches because the beaches are as of the process when the turtles that depend on on the beaches that is they, they have to come to nest on the beaches also to yeah. not find a pristine beach to come and nest to uh, come and nest yeah. also found that because of global warming uh, and also sea level rise found that huge area of uh, uh, an area that we that you uh, it's a it's a prime nesting area here in Odom. So it's will be flooded. It's, it's flooded. Find that within, yeah, find that the area that turtles used to nest uh, for the last say three years or four years is now below the high water mark. Already, it's, eh? It's already, yeah. Oh my goodness. And also we find that even some of the trees that were were along that that shore. The castle is there for a little bit.
By the way, Castorina is an introduced species yeah, it's an from invasive, Australia. It's an invasive species. Invasive, yeah. yeah, yeah. Seems like the whole world around we keep doing making the same mistake, it's, it's, isn't it? It happens in the Philippines, yeah, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Also in the Philippines. What do, what do you think? You know, working with these wonderful guys here, um, how do you think you've made a difference here so far? You've been here a year. Yeah, I think uh, I can share my skills and expertise to them, and perhaps they can also share the the things to, to their group members like that. And, you know, because my stay here is very limited so somehow they can sustain my activities here later on so the same mistakes that are being made in kenya have been made in the philippines yeah, have been made in canada made in the united states so i think he'll be will be much helpful most of these communities they rely on fishing and as well as as a start, there's a lot of there's overfishing if some of these communities that have they have say groups, if they are empowered and the project that they are they are they are, they are, they are running is successful, then you'll have less fishermen, less less fishermen going out to fish. Yeah. And the problem of overfishing will be reduced. Well you and also we found that most of those community groups do not have the skills that JV is trying to impart. Ah. I think in, with his time, with his stay, there's a lot of difference that he could have made. And, and more than that, new friends. And new friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard for a volunteer to come all the way from the Philippines and not have his family here. I hope that you're all his family. Yes, we are all his family. In fact, we, happens, yeah, we are working close with him. And in fact, we also, as the locals at the community, and even it's good in Watam now, all the stakeholders who depend on the marine resources and the local community are now coming together in matter of, of conservation. They are working together also in good relations. In fact, as from now, we have always days where we do cleanliness on the beach cleanliness. Like oh, that's the important. And by next year, maybe we are having a big project of waste management. Yeah. This is all by the community, and we are going to have all plastic on the streets and all the beaches involving the whole community so this is one way a way forward you'll be very busy you'll be very busy be <laughs> going around the villages okay and I'm, uh, I'm sure even with his stay he'll find it very short so and, and maybe he will extend uh, maybe yeah <laughs> so if you were to ask canadians and americans for some resources in your center i see it's a good center and it's it can be incredibly better. Yeah. So, what would you like Canadians and Americans to send to you if they had a moment to send something, um, including money? Oh. <laughs> okay, I think we need also some more books. With, uh, also find that most books on turtles or anything about conservation. Okay. Like say books on turtles. Okay. The new researches and new finding about, about turtles, mangroves, mangrove, corals, mangrove coral reef and ecology, also coral reef ecology, and also general marine environment ecology. Okay. And also maybe any findings. Extensive uh, programs like if you have experts from Canada, they can come also to help us with education and awareness. Also, we will also accept funds of course because we, to learn anything, we have to have funds. So any help from there, you can be also assisting us especially now for the community education.
because they are the community who can take care of everything, their resources. So uh, they can also come down and volunteer with us. Oh, that would be work, excellent. Work closely with us, uh, observe the work that we do, and can even, even involve them, especially in all the activities that we do. Running education and awareness in schools, community, doing them beach cleanups. Also, when you have like things like activities like mangrove, mangrove planting, they can participate. And also maybe go with Jerry and see how the challenge that he faces and if there is anything they can input. That's so, so Jerry wonderful. doesn't quite hasn't quite learned his Swahili very well yet. <laughs> I'm it's sure. I'm sure <laughs> with time he'll learn Swahili. You come on, you come on, you guys. You learn very fast. <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, you I enjoy, think enjoy working with these guys. Yeah, of course. I, and so far, I've really adjusted in working here in in Kenya. And about you mentioned, and what what are some tools you need? Tools or assistance? Yes. Like perhaps because you mentioned be, uh, before that there is some experts in in Canada about doing some research. Perhaps if they can visit here in in Kenya or especially in Watamo so that they can conduct some research. Yeah. I will make sure we send yeah. this podcast or, or, to the Vancouver yeah. Aquarium, Scripps yeah. Institute yeah. and uh, Simon Fraser, UVic and SFU. Yeah. The University of Victoria has a very large marine uh, uh, ecology and uh, department. I will make sure that they hear this. Yeah. Perhaps if they can just uh, train some local uh, uh, <coughs> Uh, stuff here yeah. like to that. collect data. Yeah, to collect data, and we'll be the one to proceed in collecting it. Then after that, we'll uh, send the data to you so that you yeah. can analyze it. Well, I it, think it can as you really as you know, when you do you find scientific data, you have to have a, you know your rigor set up, and obviously you guys have been getting great data, but it, you don't know whether it's even usable. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's why you should so have to sit up here. And you have to well, scientists are particular, aren't yeah. they? Well, I can't thank you enough for doing the work you're doing in yeah, Kenya. Thank you so much for your coming. You're welcome. Karibuni. 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 And uh, Jerry signing out. Yeah, okay. Say hi to everybody in Canada. Hello. <laughs> to all in Canada, thank you so much. And we hope that someday we'll visit here in Kenya. and probably see our work here especially in Watamo. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks. Thanks.